Hi everyone and welcome. You're in Connective's Compliance Corner with Keisha Willer and Duncan Stewart. Today we're talking about shadow broking. We'll be looking at what exactly is shadow broking and importantly how you can mitigate this risk within your own business. To kick us off, let's take a minute to refresh your understanding of the requirements which govern our great and sometimes complex industry. As a mortgage broker operating in today's ever-changing lending landscape, can you really afford to not know where the risks lie? Yeah, importantly, the NCCP Act requires that any person engaging in credit activities must hold an Australian credit licence or be authorised under a credit licence. NCCP also requires a person providing credit assistance to be a member of AFCA and hold appropriate insurances to conduct the advice. But it's more than just the NCCP legislation, isn't it, Dunks? That's right, yeah. Under Connective Agreement, the person providing credit assistance must be an associate member with Connective. The associate member must also hold authorised accreditations from the lenders in order to discuss lender policies and products. And the industry requires that a person to have appropriate education being a Cert for or Diploma and industry memberships. Under NCCP, when are you deemed to have provided credit assistance? Okay, this is when you suggest a credit contact for a client, assist a client to apply for a credit contract, or suggest the client remain in or increase the limit of an existing contract. As part and parcel of providing credit assistance, you are required to determine if the contract is not unsuitable for your customer. Dunks, how is a credit contract deemed not unsuitable? Okay, well, a credit contract must pass a three-step process. Firstly, making reasonable inquiries about the customer's financial position, verifying the customer's financial position, and then conducting a preliminary assessment based on the information gathered in the first two steps to show that the customer can service a home loan without causing substantial hardship. Absolutely. So this means that the person providing credit assistance to the consumer must be the same person who submits that consumer's loan application to the lender. Right. It's one of the emerging areas that we're starting to see lenders review. Who is the person submitting the loan and apply online? So what does this mean for you as a broker? Well, you are obligated to understand your customer's financial needs and objectives. And here in the compliance team, we see that this passion is often what drives many of you to keep on doing what you do best, which is getting to really know your customers. Yeah. We do know that many brokers are time poor. We know that you rely heavily on your admin support to assist with the data entry side of your applications. But we do need to be clear that it's absolutely fine to have your admin person to do the draft stage of the application. That's right, Dunks. But you, as the holder of the accreditation and as the licensed brokers, must be the one to have the final review of the application in AOL, confirm it is correct, and then press submit. Lenders don't have any tolerance to brokers who blame their admin staff for data entry errors where there are incorrect living expenses, missing liabilities and dependents, etc. The admin person does not hold the accreditation. It is your accreditation and membership which is in jeopardy, should something go wrong. It's imperative your staff understand where to draw the line when supporting you in dealing with your customers in order that they do not or are not perceived to be providing credit assistance. We have a great article which provides you with a breakdown of where to draw the line when it comes to who is responsible for what in terms of front-end process support. If you're interested in getting your hands on this material, reach out to us at compliance@connective.com.au. Another example of when shadow broking occurs is when a broker shares their lender accreditation codes with their colleagues. Can you give us an example of these, please, Dunks? For sure. First is where the person you're sharing your codes with are not accredited with the lender. For example, you may work in a company that has multiple brokers 
and your colleague Joe, who is not accredited with ANZ, has a customer who wants to use ANZ. So to help out Joe and the customer, you let Joe lodge the application through your AOL using your broker codes. You trust Joe and you know he'll be sure to tick all the compliance boxes, but he just doesn't hold the accreditation that the, for the lender that the customer wants. So Dunks, what happens if something goes wrong with the loan? Let's say, for example, the customer forgets to declare a Harvey Norman store card. Well, this would be non-disclosure, and if a loan is submitted under your broker ID, it's your issue, not Joe's. As far as ASIC is concerned, the person who submits the loan under their accreditation gets paid the commission is ultimately responsible. This must be the person who have completed the responsible lending and has met the customers. Second variation of this is that your colleague may actually hold an accreditation with a lender, but the customer has a really short time frame for settlement and they need a fast response. You might have a tiered arrangement, which means your approval time is quicker, so you lodge the loan under your code. The sharing of codes is a direct breach of your lender accreditations as well as your connective agreement and must be avoided. This practice could see your lender accreditations terminated and can have far-reaching consequences, including from Connective, ASIC and your industry body. Another example of shadow broking, which we've identified, is the deliberate misrepresentation of the person who is authorised to be providing a credit assistance. And this holds severe consequences. That's right. We've had multiple investigations of brokers here at Connective where the person who is authorised under Connective ASIC and the lender accreditations is not the person who is meeting the customers, identifying their needs and requirements and suggesting products. These have identified admin staff, referrer partners and even spouses of the Connected members who have provided credit assistance. Wow. As we mentioned at the outset, lenders are looking at who is pressing submit on the application and apply online, and equally looking at who is responding to their credit team's queries about the application. It's more than just emailing in the documents. Say, for example, the credit department has a query and makes a call, but the authorised broker doesn't know the answer. But someone else does. This is a red flag that the authorised broker is not the one who has met the customer and provided the credit assistance. Yeah, Connective, we're also able to identify these anomalies through part of our internal review and monitoring process. Any instances of loans being submitted by anyone other than the broker may result in a breach of your agreement with Connective or worse. Absolutely. Yeah, and lenders do post-settlement surveys as well and calls regarding the satisfaction and service provided, which covers off the broker side as well. If the customer says that their broker name is something other than the broker whose code is being used, this indicates shadow broking has occurred. So to recap, understand your legal requirements and obligations when it comes to providing credit assistance. Assist your staff to better understand how they can support your business without crossing the line and make sure your referral partners are referring only and not giving credit assistance. Mercury and broker codes cannot be shared under any circumstance, even with your admin person. Your admin must have a dedicated Mercury login. Absolutely. Assist your customers by helping them better understand who is responsible for each part of the process. And don't forget that the person who presses submit in AOL must be the person who is authorised under ASIC and the lender accreditation. Now, for some of you listening, today's topics discussed may seem obvious. For others, this will come as a timely reminder on how to armour up and better protect your business. We understand brokers are driven to help their customers, and it's this drive that can sometimes create unintended blurring of lines. That's right. Most of all, remember that Connective is here to help you invent processes and workflows which will help you remain compliant. By ensuring that you allocate tasks according to whether it is a credit assistance or admin, you will ensure you build a sustainable and compliant business. Ultimately, you are your business's best asset. You need to protect its reputation and make sure you are meeting your obligations to ensure your continued success.
Thank you for listening.